Welcome to Come to the Cookout, where you are all invited to join us. There's a little something for everyone, whether you want to take a big bite out of what's cooking on the grill, or just a little parch and need some tea, or just want a little something sweet. Don't worry, we keep raisins out of our potato salad. And hopefully, you'll leave with a plate full, even if you ain't bring nothing. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. On this week's episode, I'm your host, Tzombin Cleave, but y'all can call me T. And I'm joined by Brooklyn. You ready? Because I'm ready. Let's go get it. What's going on today? I'm alive and well. You sound d- down, actually. Your, your energy's out. Do you need a, a pick-me-up? You need some coffee or something? No, I just woke up from a nap. I'm tired. Uh-uh. What can I say? Get it together. I'm old. You can't old. You can't be the one that's low energy. Why not? I'm tired. Uh-uh, get yourself together. What's on the grill? I am going to start today with news from Helm State. Now, I will have. I would like to preface this by when I first read this article it was aggressive in light of what's going on in today's political climate but i have learned that this is basically clickbait in the fact that it's not recent while this is a valid bill that was brought to uh the house north carolina bill 158 is being is recirculating online because it is um it relates to the current abortion rights are basically protect the life of the fetus at all costs. Meaning, they were proposing to make it legal to execute a pregnant woman if she was intending to get an abortion if you are defending the life of the baby. Wait, I'm sorry. Let me let me write that. You said protect the fetus at all costs. Mm-hmm. I stopped listening to everything you said after that because all I heard was kill the mother, save the child. Yes. Which reminds me of the hero's theme for season one. Wasn't it Save the Cheerleader? Yes, that's correct. Now, I will say that um, in my in my due diligence, I did take a look at this bill. It, while it is a valid measure that was brought to the, to the floor, it was dismissed. And it was brought to the floor in uh, February of last year. But it's recirculating now online because it's relating to abortion rights. Um, but that's crazy. They literally drew this up and said, you know what? This is valid. Let's let's do this because every life matters except for the life of the person that's carrying the child. Because that would basically just make the woman an incubator. There's been a case where a woman was brain dead, but made to just re- remain on life support so that the child can grow. I, I'm, at, I'm at a loss. I... I... I am so over this country telling women what to do with their bodies, which, I mean, if you don't mind me taking the reins for a moment. Go ahead and do what you got to do. Only because this was bleeds into what I was going to ask about when it's about Vice President Kamala Harris. Uh Uh-huh. She recently compared Supreme Court abortion ruling to slavery. Oh, you're rolling your eyes. You're rolling your eyes. You got to listen to what I say now. she, She was on the straight and narrow. She said that this country has an issue with claiming ownership over human bodies. And see, so see, you fix your face. You see, don't don't assume that she's always going to say something wrong. But I I think that's the issue that we have here is like, I, I, I feel talked out when it comes to this because we've said it a million times. 
black people weren't part of the goddamn constitution women weren't part of the constitution so how do we expect laws written today by people call back to what you said white men who you say are in their 70s to 80s to understand the anatomy of where the clitoris is and like where the g-spot is and like to even navigate around a vagina i mean i I don't have an answer for that question it makes me angry to the point of tears that there's that women have to still have this fight like it's so frustrating that you have to think about your own health when when you're having a baby you're thinking about your health not to mention your, your this thing that's growing inside you which is completely weird and different also the argument for pro-life or at least the arguments that are coming out for pro-life in regards to the abortion rights issue are redundant like they argue every life matters and that's valid um but if that's the case then where are the the policies in place to help all of these individuals that when they're pregnant and so like in Texas, there's a, a case that's going viral right now where this woman was pregnant and she was driving in the H, um, the HOV lane and she was pulled over and she was ticketed and she was like, no, this, no, I, I belong in the HOV lane. She's like, I'm pregnant. I'm carrying a child. And you said that this child is a person. So if this is a person, then I'm two people in this car. And I should be in the HOV lane. I'm going to fight this ticket. And so I saw someone that brought up the an argument. They were like, "Well, let's take it one step further than that. Because if your if your child you're in the womb is a person, then after eight weeks, when they're fully viable, I should be able to go on a paid maternity leave. I should be able to have a, to access child tax credits. I should be able to." Um, apply and get child support and public aid because that is a person. So you can't have it both ways. Like if you either they are a person and you're going to provide these benefits or they're not a person and I'm going to have choice of, I'm going to have body autonomy and be able to make my choices with my body. Not me personally, because I don't have a uterus, but you know what I'm saying? I can't even respond to that because I, I, I agree with all of those ladies who say if that's the case then give me these rights but no we shouldn't even be arguing about this because again if i it's this is my question i have tattoos quite a few i chose to do what i want to my body i don't know what those things are with the with the stud not the studs in your ear but where you stretch your earlobe mm-hmm. i've always wanted to do it so i'm gonna refrain from doing so but we have cultures that do tattoos do piercings and all of these different things and it's their body their choice so again i ask who am i to tell a female that i lay down with that maybe i drop the seed in that you must have my child or you must do these things when I'm not the one dealing with the ramifications of the anywhere between six to nine to 10 months that it takes to grow that baby. So I think it's very, like I said, you know how I feel about this. It just frustrates me every week because Republicans are out here showing they ass every week. It's some, like when I think we can't get no lower, 
They're like, you know what? This state, North Carolina today, hold my beer. But don't don't get it twisted. We haven't heard from Florida in a while. So I'm sure next week when we come in, Florida's going to have done some stupid ass shit that we're going to have to come and discuss and say, how the fuck did this happen? Well, you know, Florida's on their own time. <laughs> so your girl, AOC, recently got arrested at an abortion rights protest along with 17 other members of the House. Um, and... You know, I I feel like she's one of the few people that are like are speaking truth to power and doing something. And I just I, I unfortunately I don't think it's not enough. Well, that's what what I've been struggling with when it comes to this ever since the ruling came out. You know, everyone's like vote 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 which I obviously Listen to me. If you are not registered, depending on your, please find out when your city, county, whatever, uh, when it comes to like midterms, because it's important that you allow your voice to be heard. I know that what I'm about to say sounds hopeless and defeatist, but this is where I struggle as an American because we have these institutions in place that aren't ruled by us. So, for example, the Supreme Court that is has caused the, the the ricochet in the United States over the last two months are not voted on by us. Mm-hmm. They are appointed, similar to I don't know. Again, not we're not going to talk about this, it's, but it was on my news feed about like Steve Bannon didn't want to go to the Gen- January sixth committee, so they subpoenaed him, and now he's in contempt of court. Now, mind you, this man should know because he's already been in trouble once. Luckily. Cheeto man pardoned you. Who's going to pardon you today? Right? Number one. But to that point, I'm shocked because the judge that is in this case was also appointed by Cheeto man. Mm. So I don't know what how fair or non-biased this is going to be. Because in truth, it should be. Because, you know, Republican judges are able to, you know, take the look at the law, letter of the law in a book. That's not true. I said used to. Oh, okay. I mean, today. Because if that was the case, then Roe v. Wade wouldn't be turned out. Right. But with that being said, it's like we're, we're at a juncture in our in our society, at least in America's society, that I don't know what is going to happen next. I was also reading recently how they are trying to like pass a bill so that way there can be a peaceful transfer of power after an election. That was has always been a thing until... The previous president literally has had not been an issue for 210 years until he came into office. But we want to make sure like, but it just shows like all of the things that we take for granted that we think are written in stone that aren't right. And so it's like common courtesy, like, like, like you said, it, this shouldn't have ever happened, but now we have to write it down because we have motherfuckers like Cheeto man who will test every opportunity to see how far away I can get with it. Well, like even just going back to, um, AOC's arrest, right? She was arrested during a peaceful protest. Mm-hmm. Protest, um, and then coming from that, the conservatives were like, she was pretending to be handcuffed or whatever. It was performative. It was not policy, um, and so she responded. She was like, "There was no faking here." 
she's like putting your hands behind your back. And this this goes to show that they are not people of color because she's saying putting your hands behind your back is the best practice while being detained, handcuffed or not, while to avoid escalating charges like resisting arrest. Because we have to know that as people of color, because anything can per- be perceived as a threat, regardless of you if you are a public servant. It just also shows, again, I mean, the, the things that we, that you were bringing up today just angers me so much, and I'm going to try not to yell today. That's my goal. I'm going to try. Um, but the audacity, the caucasity of motherfuckers to sit here and to say, you're faking an arrest also shows your privilege that you've never had to protest for things in your life unless it was Lululemon who maybe ran out of something in your size. We have a long history as Latin, brown POCs of having to march for everything. Marching just so we could sit in the front of a bus. Marching just so we can have a water fountain to drink out of that is not separate. And it frustrates me that I keep seeing this because literally I typed in AOC and I, because I knew that um, Ohan had got arrested. I didn't know AOC was with her at the time. And this is what we have to deal with on a regular. And you have people on the right who think it's just fake. And it's like, and the, the issue that I have with that though is there's people that actually believe this because they don't have another stream of news to look to. And so even though AOC is out here, you know, and I'm saying defending with quotations herself, there's no, there's a certain subset of America. We're talking about millions that will never know that that was an actual arrest. And that is the sad part. Yeah, it is. Well, um, I'm going to pivot a little bit from this because this, my, my next topic isn't about abortion rights. Um, it's about the heat. The heat? Are you talking about Tony Braxton's album? No, no. Because oh, that's, a, that's a classic. That is a classic. Uh, no, I'm talking about the temperature. And it's not so bad here in California because um, it's kind of cool here today. But um, the UK has been having record heat waves. And so there was a, a movie that was on Netflix recently called Don't Look Up. And there's a, it was with uh, Jennifer Lawrence and- Oh yeah, yeah Netflix. We, Tyler Perry and everybody. Yeah, everyone, yeah, yeah, everyone's in it. And so there's a, a portion of that movie where the main character, um, Leonardo DiCaprio and Jennifer Lawrence are like trying to warn people of the calamity that's happening and talking about like the coming uh, issues with the weather. And the news anchors are just like, that's that's depressing. We want to be happy. Like we should we, we should talk about what's what's happening. And they're like the world is ending. This isn't. I'm. This is a real. And so recently there was like this real life don't look up moment where there was a meteorologist in the UK who was being interviewed on a morning show, and he was talking about how you know it's very the heat wave that was surging through the UK is very dangerous. But they're going to there are going to be deaths. Um, people need to, you know, try to safeguard their, you know, try to be safe and whatever. And the, the, the anchor was basically like, uh, I want to be happy about the weather. You know, she didn't do that. It's not lying to you. 
literally said, I want to be happy about the weather. Meteorologists are just like harbingers of death. Um, you know, wasn't like the summer of 76 hot? Isn't this like that? And he's like, no. Because everyone, you know, harpens back to the summer of 76, which was a fluke. He says, but this is, so this week, I believe on like Tuesday or so, um, the temperatures re reached over 40 degrees Fahrenheit, uh, Celsius. For us in the, U the U.S., that's, uh, that would be about 104 degrees Fahrenheit. That's what I was going to say. Could you please let me know? Because you know I was about to ask because I was confused. But, but like the temperatures on like the, the rail tracks were over 120 degrees where like they were buckling and expanding on the railroad roads uh, and the tarmacs at the airports were melting. The roads were softening and warping the roads. And in the U.K., air conditioning isn't common, isn't standard like it is in the U.S. So like... For example, only 40% of the train network has AC because it's not a standard practice. They're used to they're used to summers where it's like 20 degrees, which is about maybe 80 degrees Fahrenheit. So like they're used to like summertime weather, but not in the hundreds. And she really was just like, that's depressing, but let's talk about this, let's make it happy. And he's like, no, there are, people are gonna die. And since then, 1,900 people have died from heat-related accidents, illnesses. Yeah, I mean, this baffled me. I know the other day we had I had turned on the news, and it was a big thing about, like, the airport, I guess, runway had melted or something, and they had to halt flights. And we were both looking at each other like, oh, it's only 100 degrees. So I agree. I think for us it's normal, but obviously for other people it's not. I was also watching uh, something where it was talking about Texas, which <laughs> is in America, at least for now. Who knows when they'll leave us? Uh, hopefully they could leave soon. I mean, they could, they should leave. But it was saying how like people in, in, you know, in Texas who are used to hot weather, but there was people, you know, there was a gentleman they interviewed who was on disability or yeah, disability and gets his check at the end of each month. And he was nervous that he does he didn't know how he was going to pay for stuff. He doesn't have an air condition, any central air or or window air condition, and so he was like, sometimes inside the house it's a hundred degrees, and he was just sitting there under the fan. And I was like, I've been there. Like obviously I'm not an old man, but I've been there where me and my friend was would lay at the bottom of the stairs in our first apartment in San Francisco, just trying to like enjoy the coolness and like too hot to go upstairs to go get a, a glass of water shout out to a stew i mean not to mention also that the texas grid still isn't fixed <laughs> like it's like all they need is one good surge and the grid's gonna go down like they haven't fixed it since the last since the it wasn't up to par last summer then the winter they had an unprecedented winter and temperatures below freezing and the, the grid went down and people didn't have heat. So now you're telling me that they're also not going to have air in Texas in the summer. At this point, Lord only, Lord only knows is all I can say. I mean, we live, as Grams would say, we live it in our last we days. We live it in our last days because I, I yeah, I, I 
I just I wake up. Every I mean, day. every time I turn on the news, there's something new. Is there's a heat wave? There's a polar vortex? There's a new monkeypox? We all living in our last days. Everything is coming to an end. Look, before we get out of politics, I know after we get we leave here today, we said we were going to go home and watch the the prime time hearing to see what else went down on January sixth. Since there's been so many so many uh, juicy tidbits. But I do want to share with you that your first lady, previous, is claiming she didn't know that the Capitol was under attack. And so all I ask is, let's say she didn't. Can we just disqualify her and her husband, who is about to start running again? Can we just, on that note alone, disqualify them? Because I cannot deal with a two years of him running i'm not ready for it the only reason that he's running is so that he can pardon himself stay out of jail that's the only reason i say every week that i'm not going to be shocked by things that come out of that previous administration and the officials but each week they swing for the fences and hit home runs every single week i keep crying no tears just tea what you got? Because I don't have anything. The fridge is empty. No, it's not empty. Now, last week, we we gathered here. And I had shared with you, it's not quite a reboot. I'm choosing to block that from my memory. No, 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 no. Because I promised the people that we were coming back to discuss the Golden Girls 3033, the futuristic uh, Golden Girls, and you had an opportunity to see the pilot episode. Which was a hot ass mess. Tazam, I remember you saying, oh my gosh, what is this? I remember. Why being, are you lying to the people? I remember you being very adamant. You said, my eyes have never seen anything like this. And a lot of it was in a positive. You know what? Context is click key because I, my eyes have never seen anything like it. It was a disaster. <laughs> And I wanted to pluck the eyes from my head, wash them with bleach, and then replug them in. Because while they use the original audio, which I was happy, I was happy of, they then took the, the time. Mm-hmm. Now keep in mind it's futuristic. Thirty thirty three is the year. Mm. So they did an animation in the style of like the Jetsons, and they made Sophia a robot, and. Mm. A very tall robot. It is a disaster. Don't waste your time watching it. I, I'm, I am dumb up before watching it. I, I am, I, I have. It has taken from me mm-hmm. a part of my spirit. Mm. Like the joy that I have for the Golden Girls has been diminished. No, it could. I think you. T, you can't sit here and lie to these people when you sat here and when you was like, I cannot wait. You lie. The next you a lying. You a lying. That's what you say. I remember I was sitting right here next to you. You now. need to check your memory because that did not happen. You said, I remember, I, again, another one of your quotes was like, this is the hot. That's what you said. <laughs> you stop lying to these people because that is not anything that happened. That did not come out of, that did not pierce my lips. That is what I heard. I'm just telling the people what I heard. I think mean, you need to move on. <laughs> uh, the other thing I wanted to think about or talk about today was um, I know where were we? I'm trying to think where we were. 
I want to say we were sitting in the living room when Ricky Martin started trending last week. And I said, oh, my God. I was, he must have new music out. Well, I was thinking, you know, how everybody's now the 25th anniversary or whatever. I was like, we must be on that living, loving. Oh, because they were they're talking about um, rebooting, not rebooting, but like uh, making a new Menudo. Oh, no, you don't need to call it Menudo. But OK, that's cute. So when we found out why he was trending and for those who were not, it was none of that. We were shocked and appalled. And I, as a Latin man, was confused. Because my Latin side said, we don't do that. We, we, we don't. That's the South, not Puerto Rico. Um, but there was a alleged rumor that he was in a sexual relationship with his 21-year-old nephew, which somehow turned into domestic uh, violence of some sort. And in Puerto Rico, the charges are very serious. So he was up for 50 years. And I was like, what the fuck? So I wanted to at least give an update that just broke today before we came on. Um, and pretty much what it was as far as, uh, I'll, I'll, let me read it because I don't want to mess it up. Ricky Martin's lawyer says he can now move forward with his life and career after a temporary restraining order against him was dropped on Thursday. Uh, like I said, uh, Martin's nephew had filed the order and accused the singer of sexual abuse in Puerto Rico. And Martin, who again, I want to stress, is 50, 5 zero vowed to fight the claims, which I was like, he better. Uh, and he was calling them completely false and, and you know, fabricated. In a statement released on, on his Twitter account, his lawyer said the following, just as we anticipated, the temporary protection order was not extended by the court. The accuser confirmed to the court that his decision to dismiss the matter was his alone without any influence or pressure. And the accuser confirmed he was satisfied with his legal representation in the matter. Uh, it continued, the request came from the accuser asking to dismiss the case. This was never anything more than a troubled individual making false allegations with absolutely nothing to sustain them. We were are glad that our client saw justice done and can now move forward with his life and his career. And then Martin uh, obviously cashed in the post with truth prevails. My only concern is nowhere does it say that you weren't in a relationship. Not, I mean, you know, quite as kept. I'm all about the details. I read this statement like four times. Just to make sure. And I was like, okay. I was like, all right. And then the other thing that bothered me personally was the victim, the, excuse me, the alleged victim was the one who dropped the charges or asked for, the, for it to be uh, dismissed, which if you think about a, a heterosexual relationship and a woman who's being, uh, like I think of Tina Turner and Ike Turner, right? Tina's going to say, you know what? I don't want to cause any more trouble in my home. I don't want to press charges. I don't want to do that. And that's why we have a lot of these laws in place or these um, police states in, around the country and around the world that will say, hey, no, if we witness anything, we can press charges. The, the, the victim doesn't necessarily mm. always have to. So it was just very interesting, I'll just say. Um, but I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna keep a side eye on this. Is what I'm gonna say because, like I said, there was no denial of the relationship, and there was no denial that there was not abuse. Your thoughts? I really don't have any thoughts. I am, like you said, the the absence of information in the statement speaks louder than the dropping of the claim. Yeah, 
And so I don't like, like I said, it's just very weird. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it for sure. Raisins in the potato salad. So I feel like I have talked about these ladies more than I've ever talked about in my life. Um, but I just wanted to bring to your attention Kylie Jenner. Kylie, the billionaire. Yeah. Mm, well, at one point she was a billionaire. I don't know if she's still a billionaire. Oh, inflation hit her. Is that what Jenner said? Oh. Um, but Kylie Jenner has been called a climate criminal. Excuse okay, I'm sorry. First of all, what what does that mean? Well, it basically means that her carbon footprint is larger than it should be. Because it's been found out that Kylie will jump on her private jet for a three-minute flight, which would just be a 40-minute car ride. And it's also been discovered that she regularly, regularly takes flights that are less than 15 minutes. Now, private jets emit two tons of CO2 an hour. They And private jets are five to 14 times more pollutant than commercial planes. So over here where we have like 80% of the population have never taken a flight, Kylie regularly takes 10 minute flights. The annual, the hourly, sorry, the hourly carbon footprint of a personal plane is higher than the annual carbon footprint of one American. Okay. Okay. Mm, I find myself in a, in a vortex of emotion. Mm -hmm. Is it because of her disconnect with reality? No, 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 because I actually am going to defend this half, and I don't know how I want to sit here and fix my lips. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I want to hear this. Now, I have been to the Los Angeles area quite a few times. Uh When I first moved back to San Fran, which was back in who knows when, there was a year, a two-year span where I went excuse me, let me rephrase. I drove to Los Angeles once a month for 24 months straight. I had a Disneyland pass and I wanted to see how Disneyland decorated the park for each holiday. I know it sounds crazy, but that's what, it was one of my things I wanted to do for a few times. Now, Tazam, you have been on the East Coast. The equivalent would be you going from like, um, somewhere in Chelsea or the West Village up to Washington Heights in a car, you will be bumper to bumper for an hour just to go three blocks. So then I would take the train. uh, Again, but we come from poor, but I understand that. That's what you, that is your mode of transportation when you both. So Kylie I can understand living in Calabasas and having to go through Los Angeles traffic might be really hard for her. And you have to think that she's a billionaire or previously a billionaire. And that's not her lifestyle to sit in traffic when she could take a 10 minute, excuse me, a three minute flight. Three minute flight that destroys the earth regularly and and also she has enough money to have someone drive for her 
Yeah, but she's still sitting in traffic, though. Great. She, is, is, she has time. Time. She has time to be on the phone making business deals. She has time to sit there and read to, I don't remember which one of the kids is hers. Stormy. Stormy. She has time to spend one-on-one time with her child. She has time to make another baby. I don't know. Is climate change real? I mean, we don't know. We just talked about how the UK is under a heat wave and the streets are melting. But is that because of Kylie? Uh, 100%. Because she takes 10-minute flights every week. Listen. I mean, Look, okay, it's funny that you say Disneyland because that's actually one of the next points I'm at. Okay, Not at Disneyland, but she, again, is so disconnected with the common, the common person that... She was, she was, she went to a drive-through car wash, and was excited because it was like Disneyland to her because it was new. And Chris, her mother, Chris Jenner, and Kylie were like at a supermarket, and they were practically giddy with excitement as they relished pushing around a cart full of groceries and paying at a checkout counter and loading their purchases into the car. Oh, so the mother-daughter duo were practically giddy with excitement as they pushed, relish pushing a cart full of groceries, paying at a checkout counter, and loading their purchases into their car. And then her sister, Kendall, recently went viral with cutting a cucumber. Because she didn't know how to fucking cut a cucumber. That's why she went viral. Bitch, what are you doing? Who cuts like that? Oh, don't even get me started. Well, she didn't want to bother the personal chef, so she was going to make her own snack. <laughs> so you try to you're really trying it today. I'm gonna try it. Mm. I'm gonna say this. Kylie is wrong. I know I was being facetious when I was trying to defend her. But I don't know. Like my question is if your flight is three minutes, that means it's not that far. Which for me means either do one or two things. Either go on off peak times or build it in your backyard. We've already you and I have chatted how like they have a fake, you know, Beverly Hill Drive or uh, Rodeo Drive in their backyard of little stores that are full sized in their backyard that their kids can play in. So what are you traveling for that you need to be there and, and you're not ready for? So that's just me personally. You Your empire warehouse is not far from your home, which wouldn't even which would avoid the traffic altogether. So, yes, I do hope and pray that she gets her life together because she's only hurting her kids' world and what they have to live in or what they have to look forward to in 20 years. Because 2033 is, or 2030 is not that far from here. And that's when they're saying that the doomsday clock for Earth is going to get real if we don't make any changes, which, as you can see, we're not. So, um, I know that you were trying to stay calm. Oh, yeah. And you were doing a really good job, actually. I'm trying. Um, but um, recently, you know, the house is, uh, the house and the center, they're trying to get a, get ahead of the Supreme Court with the overturning of Roe v. Wade. Mm-hmm. And, you know, what's coming down next on the, on the chopping block is same-sex marriage and racial marriage. So they voted to codify same-sex marriage and interracial marriage into law. Now, it did pass. However, 157 Republicans voted against codifying same-sex and interracial marriage into law. I'm going to, okay. 
Wusa, Wusa, keep it calm. There we go. My response will be, fuck you, bitches. <laughs> because, again, I feel like we have this. Okay. I'm, uh, mm, bomb is coming at 5-4. This is the problem that I have with the Republicans right here. If you don't want to be interracially married, don't be interracially married. If you don't want to get gay married, don't get gay married. If you don't want an abortion, don't have an abortion. So why are you worried about what's going on in people's houses? That's what I just don't understand. Because I know the Senate has the Respect of Marriage Act, which is, oh no, I guess that's what it's called now. And technically it looks like they might have like 51 votes, which isn't enough. So again, this is what frustrates me. What are we really doing? Is this performance theater? Because, okay, now we know who is against it, but there's no way that it can pass when we have to have 60 votes in the Senate to make something pass. So what are we doing? What are we doing? I don't know. You're wasting my time is what you're doing when you could do other things like forgiving student loan debt. I'm still going to just bring that up again because Biden said that was coming. Where is it at? Can we also increase the educational budget? Can we pay teachers? Can we? Can we? Oh, we I'm sorry, Tazan. I don't know if you've seen. Uh, we don't have any money in the budget. The, the the we have to give the additional increase this year to the military. For what? Um, well, we have Space Force. Don't forget that that's a real thing. So Space Force is real. Um, and then you know the military, they do things with things. You know, you know the military. They've done a lot of things. You know, I'm in, in, joke. All jokes aside, I do f- wonder. Like I said, since it won't pass in the Senate. I do wonder, is the Supreme Court bold enough? Like, I know they did one thing. And, and maybe I'm crazy. Maybe I'm the crazy one. Because it's almost like you cheated on me, shame on me once. Mm-hmm. Are you going to cheat again? Yes. <laughs> You're, you are resounding yes. Yes. I feel like they are doing as much as they can before uh, the Judge uh, Katanji Brown-Jackson gets in officially. But even when they get in, it's still five to four. So they still have enough. It's not like, but I feel like there's enough to where they, with her on, they could sway. It's easier to sway with you her. Think so. Yeah. Okay. Oh, because then you only need one Republican instead of two, whereas we know that the three new ones plus Clarence are on a voting block. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. Uh, it'll be interesting to watch how much vigor they have once it's four to four, and there's one person kind of being the defining vote, but. Stay out of people's business. business. Stay out of people's lives. Like, I know I was watching something on the news kind of in, a, in conjunction with the marriage piece, and they were saying, there's, I, I forgot the, the case, but it's somebody versus Lawrence, which talks people's privacy to a sexual relationship. And so it was saying, like, it, that one aside, the, the, the marriage one, if they overturned this one, it would be against the law for people to be sodomized. And I forgot what the other one was. Uh, doesn't matter. Depending on, on the, no matter what the relationship, people could go to jail for and be fined. And depending on how they, how they, um, what parts they overturn, you could be like sentenced, not just fined. You could go to jail for giving your man some, some, some back, some neck or what I want. I mean, so are we, Trying to become the countries that we talk shit about. You know, it's, it's, I've asked myself that, right? Because, how do I say this without sounding racist? Hold on one second. 
a lot of times we look at countries and, you know, they're, you know, they have their customs where they're covered from head to toe. And, and a lot of times Americans will be like, look at that country. How dare they allow their women to be like that? But yet we're doing the same thing. We're just not covering our women. Mm -hmm. So how are we any different? You know what I mean? I look at some of these things that we're putting into place. Like, let's be real. In some of those mid Middle East countries, women just got the right to drive. So is that what we want? Because now we've told women, you can't have babies the way that you want to. But who is policing the penis? Who is policing the Viagra? I mean, it just goes to show that, like, one, the the idea that every pregnancy is a gift comes from a place of privilege. Because, like, and not there are there are plenty of people who would love to have more children, but they just cannot afford it. They cannot financially, emotionally, um, spiritually afford to have an additional child in their life. And so they make the hard decision to terminate up a, a pregnancy. As an adult, I can barely get my life together. We went to the grocery store. Yes. Have you seen prices? I know you have. I tried to buy chicken. <laughs> I, I had to convince myself to buy chicken. Like, I can't buy nothing. There is a bag of chips that you get in the aisle when you're checking out. The small bag of chips. The snack bag. The snack is $2.29 in my area. That is a price that I used to pay for a big bag. Almost family size bag that would last me for the week. I can't afford to be fat. I cannot. I cannot afford. I'm at a I'm at a crossroads in my life that I can't be I can't afford to be fat and I can't afford to get good food. Because do you think I'm about to pay $85 for a piece of salmon? What am I supposed to do? What? Am I supposed to do? So to your point. Well, you did pay $10 for shrimp. And it went bad. So don't, again, why are you going to remind you? I love how you want to bring me down. And it hurts my heart. You see? And remember that when next time you want some chicharron. You remember that shit, okay? <laughs> but yeah, I think it, it's so. Again, T, I, the world is at. I always make fun of my, our, our grandparents of like, they just tripping when they be like, oh my God. In my day. And I'm like, but here I am talking about in my day when I don't care what you do. If you were my neighbor and I needed a cup of sugar, that's the, hey, could I get a cup of sugar? Other than that, I don't care about your life. I don't care where you're sticking it as long as it's not a child and as long as it's not animals. Those are the only two things I, I that's my hard red line. If you want to get a blow up dog girl, do you? If you want to, I don't know, play with your pillow, all these glory hole bullshits, all those, that's your business. Just don't bring it outside. That's it. And so hopefully we'll get back to simpler times, but not until we vote in November. Well, everybody go vote. I made sure I just moved to California. I made sure I was a register immediately. She ain't bring nothing. 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 Usually you are the one that talks about music, but I this caught my attention really quickly. Um, is this old music from the 70s? No, no, this is new music. The City Girls. 
Do you know who the City Girls are? I don't know who the City Girls are. But the City Girls had a new album coming out, which they recently pushed it back. And they're saying that they had to, like, push it back because of some uh, creative issues or whatever. But, and so I was like, oh, you know, that happens. You know, maybe they wanted to add some more features or they they need to remix something or some uh, producer wanted to add a new song or whatever. You know, like, that, that happens. But then something stuck out to me. And um, the original release date of the album was July 29th. There's someone else that is releasing an yeah. album on that date. Yeah. So you're not being slick, girl. Girls, like you, you just you push back your album because you weren't trying to you weren't trying trying to compete. With Queen B. You know, but it's funny that you say that because I've always, I've struggled with this in the streaming area as the music person. If you are a new act, which I'm not saying the City Girls are technically new, but I don't believe they've actually released an album album because Homegirl was in jail. Like, I think this is like their debut, again, in parentheses or quotations, debut album. And so for me, back in my day, I would go on a Friday Excuse me, I would go on a Tuesday to the lovely Target, Walmart, in the CD section, and that was where all the new releases were. And sometimes I would go looking for a particular artist, and because I was at Target buying CDs, I would pick up a second one or third one because I didn't know. I was so focused on artist number one, I didn't know artist number two and three were coming out. So I struggled with, wouldn't it be better to be there? Because you know you're going to get the most traffic of everybody going, rushing the music stand this way digitally to see Beyonce. But if you notice whenever you open your music app next to the new artists, or excuse me, the new music, there's that main artist number one. And then you may have that option of being right next to there. And I'd be like, oh shit, I didn't know City Girls came out too. And I'm gonna, cause in the, in the, and maybe this is just me in the digital age, I already add the albums to my music lit, you know, my library, right? And so I may not listen to it this weekend cause I'm gonna be bumping B all weekend. But you still get credit because you downloaded it. Like download the album, right? But I know technically in the streaming area they get paid on streams, so I'm kind of torn. I mean, I think it's smart, but I also think, I mean, I'm not gonna listen to them anyway. See, but you might have, you might have when you went to go listen to BJ. <laughs> I'm shocked you even brought up the City Girls to the to the table, child. I said it's because day. I was like, it's the 29th. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're smart. <laughs> I see. <laughs> I just need a little something sweet. Come with me, and baby, we'll get it. That coffee and the cream are together. Mm-hmm. This week, this week is uh-huh. San Diego Comic Con. Yes, and. I'm a little salty because I didn't get to go and I haven't been able to get tickets ever. Ever. But, you know, I'm still trying. It'll happen one day. Um, but so far, I haven't really checked in that much because I don't want to spoil too much and I don't want to, I don't, I don't want to, I kind of want to be surprised because I'm pretty sure at the end of the week, someone's going to have a compilation of everything that will happen. But so far, what I've seen is the first. Uh, there's supposed to be a teaser for the Black Panther movie that happened sometime this weekend. And we oh, did Lord. get uh-huh. mm-hmm. the first teaser for the Dungeons and Dragons movie. I'm sorry. Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. Is this 
part of Game of Thrones? No, no. Oh. This is based on the role-playing game. Ah. Um, this is not the first Dungeon Dragon movie that, that has ever been made, but it is... I think it's from what I've seen and what I've seen of the casting. I think it's going to be a, a good movie. Um, I, I, you know, reserve right to change my mind with whatever comes out. So it is set to come out in 2023. The cast so far uh, is Michelle Rodriguez from Fast and Furious. Okay. Chris Pine. I don't know how to say his name. Is it Roger Jean Page from Bridgerton? Hugh Grant, Daisy Head. Wait, I'm confused. What's the premise of it? Let me rephrase the question. Is this... I know it's Dungeons & Dragons, but this is going to be separate from Critical Role. So this Everything is- that is Dungeons & Dragons is not Critical Role. I understand. I just want to, for the people out there listening, they may not know that, because all you've talked about is Critical Role and all of its properties. So if this is Dungeons & Dragons, is there enough of a following that's not Critical Role that is going to lift this to like a Lord of the Rings lore? Yes. So, what do you think? What what do you think the population of Dungeon and Dragon players that are not familiar with Critical Role is? If you're on a percentage, like half, twenty five percent. I mean, Critical Role is just successful. Like, but there are a lot of there are a lot of um, RPG players that don't even like Critical Role. We play with one. Like, she doesn't care for Critical Role, but loves Dungeon D and D. Interesting. Okay. Well, I again, I, I am new to the D and D. Org, so we will see what what happens. Is that what made you the most happy this week? Uh, that and Disney Plus is adding new movies to their roster, which include Logan, that's, Deadpool, that's oh, and Deadpool too. Those are not rated PG. Those are not. Now Disney Plus has added. Um, parental controls so that you can so the already stuff is behind uh, parental control so that you can't just like log in and see Deadpool 2 got it which is great but also I mean just the fact that they're adding these PG R-rated movies yeah, there are, I mean I know Deadpool is R I was trying to think what Logan was I think Logan is R too I felt like it was R but it might be P- that one I don't think there was anything that bad in that one that I can think of it's been so long since I've I mean, seen they're that movie though. slicing up everyone yeah I guess I guess you're right I haven't seen it again in a while I gotta watch but it I guess you're gonna be watching it soon I am because it's really good it's really good <laughs> what about you what made you happy this week well you know me I love I've always loved good signs when I'm like driving down a road and like people are clever. I like puns. I love people who are thoughtful about their signs, right? So there seems to be some beef brewing between a Missouri McDonald's and a Dairy Queen. Tell me more. And it, you know how, again, I'm looking for little joys in the week because the world is, just shit so the i guess i don't know how it started but the local these local uh fast food chains started barb you know had a few barbs on their thing and so it all began when mcdonald's started saying hey dq want to have a sign war on their sign outside of the mcdonald's right and the dairy queen responded we would but we're too busy making ice cream (laughs) oh shit (laughs) because their ice cream machine is always broken you got jokes McDonald's in Missouri clapped back and said, that's cute. Our ice cream makes itself. 
speaking to your point of their ice cream machines. And Dairy Queen said, you mean it actually works? Shocker. <laughs> See? Got to laugh out of you. Now, now McDonald's, McDonald's didn't take that too lightly. And, and they and so they said, wow, salty, like our world-famous fries. And I said, oh, bitch. Now, DQ never, never to be uh, thought of as, like, not on top of her game. She took aim at their mascot. She said, why dine with a clown when you can with a, with a queen? And I said, ooh, that's clever. You see? Like, got me, got, got me going. And then uh, now, see, it got a little, it got, a, it went a little, went a little left because then Dairy Queen got, you know, went for the jabs and said, "Where's your meat come from?" Oh, McDonald. I said that's rude. And so I don't know what started, but then other businesses, this is you know how things go viral. So other businesses in the city started getting involved. So then Wendy's came in, and they're talking about Wendy's. Always got shit to say. Always. Wendy's came in and said, our beef is fresh and never frozen. And, or excuse me, Wendy's, who is known for their beef being fresh, never frozen, came, in, came out and said, hot and crispy fries, dough arch. Like, how long does it take to thaw frozen beef? Those were their two signs. <laughs> then Domino's came in talking about, your signs are cheesy, just like our pizza. And it's like, for some reason, like a bank got involved, like uh, Sonic got involved. Uh, like, what did Sonic say? Sonic said, my milkshake brings all the cars to the yard because obviously you go there. Um, and we have ice for these. Oh, I can't. I can't. I don't know if they say that, actually. Then McDonald's said, Sonic makes you eat in your car. We invite you in. <laughs> I said, but it's so cute. Like, again, me, it's, I love it all. Um, and so really, it just brought a nice, nice... Uh, fun pun week to my day that was like, oh, look at you all again playing the dozens nicely, right? No one went home crying, and it's just like, okay, I like that. So, that was my little thing that just brought me just smiles because this happened over a couple of days. I mean, I don't know why the bank got involved. I mean, they said just checking in on the sign ward, get it checking because it's the checking. But oh, I was like, girl, girl go have several seat. seats. Let the girl, let the girls who do this for a living do this. And so that's it. So if you have any cute signs, definitely I love to see them. Send them my way. That'd be great. Well, that is all I have for this week. I, it has been another wonderful episode, and I am thoroughly sated. I don't think I could eat another bite. Except you lying because we about to go and get some fresh beef patties you from Wendy's. You're my ending so and everything. Like, they didn't need to know that. <laughs> well, we'll see you all next week. Bye. <laughs> well, thank y'all for joining us for another episode of Come to the Cookout. Be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Come to the Cookout. If you have any questions, you can email us at come to the cookout at gmail.com. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Cezanne Van Cleef. That's T-I-Z-O-M-V-A-N-C-L-I-E-F. How about you, Brooklyn? And you can find me on all socials at Brooklyn, like the city, Gabbana, like the designer. You are always invited to our cookout. Now y'all come back now, you hear?